0: comedian and comedy writer at The Project on Channel 10. He's been nominated for Best Comedy at Melbourne Fringe and had a show at Melbourne Comedy Festival this year with past Backyard Storyteller Nick Robertson. Rowan's shows are a mix of personal storytelling and jokes reflecting on his family, relationships and faith. Please make him feel very welcome. Hello, everyone. Uh, It's great to be here. Uh, as a comedian in, in this context, I kind of feel like a I kind of feel like a TikTok dancer trying to do ballet. Like that's everyone here is so beautiful and elegant, and I think I'm just gonna like just look like a rhino on roller skates. So anyway, here we go. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure if you guys heard uh, about a month ago I lost my AirPods. <laughs> you didn't hear? No. That's weird. Uh, It was huge news in my world. Absolutely all over my algorithm. (laughs) I was pretty sure they fell under the passenger seat of my car, but I looked everywhere and I still couldn't find them. And they were already out of battery before uh, I remembered to check, find my my phone app. Initially I wasn't that stressed because I misplaced my AirPods like all the time and they kind of just reappear whenever I need them again. Kind of like the Room of Requirement in Harry Potter. (laughs) or a very consistent (laughs) fuckboy. But after about a month of riding the tram, just listening to the sound of my own thoughts, I began to panic. Or at least the thoughts in my head were, what if I'd lost them for real this time? AirPods are expensive. I know we're in a cost-of-living crisis, but the ability to drown out my own thoughts is priceless. (laughs) Or at least much cheaper than therapy. It was especially stressful because around the same time I lost my AirPods, I also lost my confidence, which if it hasn't happened to you, complete nightmare. Um, For me, losing uh, my confidence was just like losing my AirPods, only I didn't spend hours wondering whether I'd even had a pair of AirPods to begin with in the first place. And even when I didn't feel like I had any AirPods, pretending like I did didn't make the situation any better. Like, I, I, you can't be on the tram being like, man, how good's Padam-Padam? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish my iPhone had an app that called Find My Confidence that, that showed me where I'd lost my confidence so I could go back and get it. And it would work just like the app, you know. Uh, you'd press a button and then that primary school bully who said your lunch smelled weird would start beeping. <laughs> or you... Or you'd press a button and your year seven crush, who you cornered out the front of the art block to ask out, but she didn't want to go out with you so bad that before you could even ask her out, she screamed, No! into your face and then ran away, would start beeping. You'd press a button and then a theatre reviewer from the online blog, What Did She Think? would start beeping. Look, it doesn't matter how I lost my confidence this time, uh, what matters is that I did. And it led me to believe that everybody uh, hates the work that I put out in the world. And everyone hates me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad. That's a sad bit. But anyway, I <laughs> see I'm floundering. Anyway, this, uh, this essentially meant that for about a month, uh, I thought I should give up on being a comedian, that, I should, that I'll definitely get fired from my day job, and it'd be better if I just stopped embarrassing myself and others. Not exactly the kind of ideal mindset you uh, want to be in when you've got a six-month performance review coming up and a run at the Sydney Comedy Festival. It was actually a lot of noise for someone who recently just, the, just lost the main tour that could actually cancel noise. <laughs> I'm no expert, but I think confidence is pretty important for moving forward in the world. We all kind of stumble through our lives without being able to see like that bigger picture. And I kind of see confidence as this sort of inbuilt echolocation device that we have inside of us all that helps us navigate the world. I'll bounce my self-belief off the obstacles in front of me in an attempt to try and figure out if the path I'm walking down is in fact the right one. I try things, I fail, I readjust, I continue on. But when I lose my confidence, I immediately feel blind, lost, stuck and unable to move forward. I think we all do. It's why we read tarot cards and check to see if Mercury really is in retrograde. Every now and then, we just want something outside of ourselves to tell us that we're going the right way. It's why I spent a lot of the last month asking God to speak to me. Problem is is that I've never really heard the audible voice of God. At least I don't think I have. I don't know. I'm pretty sceptical. It's hard for me to honestly say whether the voice I'm hearing is actually the voice of God or it's just like an echo of my own thoughts. I know people that I love and I trust who are far more logical and rational than I am claim that they've heard the audible voice of God. And that shit makes me jealous. I'd love to have a story where something definitively supernatural happened that proved the creator of the universe knew my name. (laughs) The closest I've ever come to is one time in 2016, my nana called me in the middle of the night. It's terrifying to get a call in the middle of the night. Usually it means like someone's dead. But it was my nana calling, so at least I knew she wasn't dead. (laughs) And she called me, and she'd woken up in the middle of the night with a terrible feeling that I was in trouble. She said that God had told her I was in trouble. And I reassured her that I was safe in bed and everything was okay. And she told me that she loved me and to be safe. And after she hung up the phone, I sat there completely freaked out. Because right before she, um, she'd called, I'd just been watching porn. <laughs> I'm not sure what's worse, whether God knew I was watching porn or my Nana knew. <laughs> In my defense, it wasn't even really gross porn. It was like... Not that it's anyone's business, but I only like porn where it's like, they actually feel like they really love each other. I'm I'm pretty sure the video I watched that night was called Good Samaritan in the Streets, Good Boy in the Sheets. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I don't know why I'm sharing this, but uh, one time I even tried searching for kind porn into the search bar. And it came up with a warning because it thought I'd misspelt the word kind with an extra N. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Which is absolutely not what I was trying to do. I just wanted a video where all the adults looked like they were treating each other. The adults! Treating like they were treating everyone nicely. Although, to be fair, that would be pretty on brand for a Chris like me. So, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, fuck me. Anyway. Um. <laughs> I tried very hard over the years to put myself in a situation where I thought something supernatural could happen. Uh, often not because I really cared about my own faith, but more so I could twist the structure of my average day. Like one time I was at a um, Christian camp and I tried to speak in tongues. <laughs> I don't know if anyone here has ever tried. To speak in tongues or if no it's like a secret prayer, prayer language that Christians um, believe that you can have anyway um, I, I, I went up the front because the minister kind of called people up if they wanted to speak and I went up and I was like hell yeah I, I do and I went up the front and this man started to pray for me and I'm there I've got my eyes shut my hands open waiting to connect with God and after a while the man who's praying for me he just says do you want to just try and say something And I I didn't really know what to say. Um, So I just attempted to do my best impression of Parseltongue from Harry Potter. (laughs) I was just like... "Ah, And I don't know, obviously he hadn't seen Harry Potter before because he started to pray in his tongue. And so it was just me and him just in this incredible spiritual experience. Him just having this like euphoric moment and me just faking it till I make it and it kind of just like builds up into this crescendo and after after it finished he kind of was like wow that was incredible and I just felt like someone that had faked an orgasm I was like yeah it was good for me too (laughs) dude I really said some mean things to myself last month Stuff I'd never say to any other human being, but for some reason, because it's me, I don't, I don't give a shit. Sometimes I'll share what I think about myself with my wife and it makes her cry. In my lack of confidence, I demanded that God give me a sign about what I should do. This is how lost I was. I was demanding signs. I demanded a sign from God and in return, he gave me three signs in one day. Yeah, it was a pretty exciting Wednesday. <laughs> At least I think they were signs... I don't know, you'd probably call them coincidences, but what are signs if not coincidences that really mean something to someone? These three coincidences meant a lot to me. The first addressed my fear that I'd never be commercially viable as a stand-up comedian. Uh, despite minimal marketing efforts due to my lack of confidence, my Sydney Comedy Festival show went from 10 tickets to 50 tickets over the course of a day, a sold-out show. One of the guys... Oh, God bless you. Um, LAUGHTER one of the guys from The Chasers War and Everything, one of the shows that got me into comedy, even came to the show. Miracle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the second sign addressed my fear that everyone hates me and that my story and my perspective doesn't matter. Uh, Claudia emailed me and she'd asked if I tell this story here tonight. Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's, it's in cap, so I have to. Uh. The third sign addressed my fear of getting fired and restored my confidence. At my six-month performance review, not only did I get a pay rise, but I was slid across the table a brand new pair of AirPod Pros. (laughs) Miracle! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know everything feels like a sign when you're looking for one, but that AirPod thing felt very specific. Uh, I found, air, I found AirPods and my confidence at the exact same moment. Well, I didn't find it. I just reminded, I was reminded of where it comes from. It's hard for me to honestly say whether that was actually God or it's just an echo of my own thoughts. But this time it felt like a genuine answer to my question. Why won't you speak to me? When I performed at my show in Sydney that night, it felt like I was doing what I was meant to do. When I had my performance view, I realized how, valuable, how valued I was. And when I got those stupid AirPods, it felt like the universe knew my name. mainly because my boss uh, engraved it on the case. (laughs) In case... uh, But I think it's just because he didn't want me to sell it on eBay. So (laughs) here's some advice. So I don't know. I don't know if there's anyone here that, like, keeps losing their AirPods. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Here's some advice. Please, whatever you do, please, please, please. Keep trying to be yourself. You were made for such a time as this. Thanks for listening.